Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder Colossians. This is episode 10. Be faithful to pray as intercessors who are fully alert and giving thanks to God. And please pray for me that God will open a door of opportunity for us to preach the revelation of the mystery of Christ, for whose sake I am imprisoned. Pray that I would unfold and reveal fully this mystery, for that is my delightful assignment. Walk in the wisdom of God as you live before the unbelievers and make it your duty to make Him known. Let every word you speak be drenched with grace and tempered with truth and clarity, for then you will be prepared to give a respectful answer to anyone who asks about your faith. Tukikas will tell you about what's happening with me. I have sent him to you so that he could find out how you're doing in your journey of faith and bring comfort and encouragement to your hearts, for he is a beloved brother in Christ a faithful servant of the gospel and a ministry partner in our Master Yahweh's work. I have also sent Onesimus, who is from your city and is also a beloved and faithful brother who will inform you of all that we are enduring. Aristarchus, a fellow prisoner here with me, sends you his love, and Joshua, who is also called Justice, along with Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, also send you their loving greetings. You have already been informed that if Mark comes to you, receive him warmly. These three men are the ones of the circumcision who have aided me here in the work of the kingdom of God, and they have been a great blessing to me. Epaphras, who is also from Colossae, sends his loving greetings. I can tell you that he is a true servant of Christ who labors and intercedes for you. His prayers are filled with requests to God that you would grow and mature, standing complete and perfect in the beauty of God's plan for your lives. Epaphras has such great zeal and compassion for you and for those who are from Laodicea and Hierapolis. And Luke, the beloved physician, sends his warm greetings to you and Demas also. Give my greetings to all the believers in Laodicea and pray for dear Nymphus and the church that gathers in her home. Once you've read this letter publicly to the church, please send it on to the Church of the Laodiceans and make sure you read the letter that I wrote to them. Be sure you give Archippus this message. Be faithful to complete the ministry you received from our Lord Jesus. Now finally, I, Paul, write this with my own handwriting and I send a loving greeting to you. Remember me in my imprisonment. May the blessings of God's grace overwhelm you. Love in Christ, Paul. Colossians 4, 2-18 through As I ponder this last set of verses, I can't help but notice the three things Paul focuses on as he prepares to send this letter. Prayer, the Gospel, Community. Prayer. Prayer is communing and connecting with God. The incredible access He has given us to have conversations with Him and the mysterious wonder of knowing that He listens and speaks in return. Yours is the voice He longs to hear. Scriptures tell us to ask, seek, 
listen, watch, and persevere in prayer with thankfulness and without ceasing. It is our portal to strength, wisdom, guidance, grace, and hope. Paul also shares a couple of prayer requests. There is something that happens in us when we know others are praying for us, lifting us up before God, seeking to intercede for us. It's like activating the joined forces of heaven on your behalf. It's pretty amazing. So let's pause for one minute. And in this minute, I encourage you to pray about whatever it is you need to. Who do you need to lift before God? You have His attention. Amen. Paul continues by saying, Make it your duty to make him known. This marks his second piece, the gospel. In the next verses, Paul reminds us all to walk in the wisdom of God. He knew that the most effective way to share the love of Christ is to live it out in such a way that people ask about him. It's important, then, that our lives not be a contradiction to that message. The gospel is the mystery that Paul speaks of, the wonder of a life forgiven, the connection to a community of faith, the power of the prayers of intercession, and the ability to draw strength from the Spirit to truly let our words be drenched with grace. I know I don't always get it right, and you might not either. But Paul's words are an encouragement to us to continue to live into what we know is true. Community. Rather than just a list of names, think about the people that Paul speaks of by name. I love that he shares just a bit of their story so that it's personal for them when they hear this letter in Colossae. Epaphras, the pastor from Colossae who loves them, Luke the doctor, that wrote the Gospel and Acts. Mark is with him. After being a point of contention, this shows a reconciliation that has occurred and the desire that they warmly greet him when they see him. Onesimus, the slave, Nymphus, a woman hosting a church, and Tokithas. You know, I still can't say his name right after I've tried to record it so many times but the guy who's going to carry the letter to Colossae and Laodicea. We know that he then will most likely stay to help the church understand all that Paul has said. 
You know, not only is Paul honoring them by speaking of them, he is also sharing that the Christian life requires a team. He does not do this work alone, and neither should we. As we come to the close of this letter, just a reminder, it was critical to Paul that this church know that Christ is the visible image of God, sovereign and above all things. Jesus reconciled all things to himself through his death on the cross, making believers alive to God and setting them on a path of right living. This is truth, the Word of God. As we come to the end of this journey together, I thank you for joining me for this series of Moments to Ponder. I pray that it has given you some space and time for some quiet, simple devotion. And I'll close with these questions for you for today. What role does prayer play in your life? Are you prepared to give a respectful answer if asked about your faith? Do you have a community of faith? And now, be faithful to complete the ministry you received from our Lord Jesus. I pray that you would grow and mature in Christ, standing complete and perfect in the beauty of God's plan for your life with words drenched in grace and hearts filled with the fullness of Him. May the blessings of God's grace overwhelm you. Amen.